Well, gentlemen, you know, the holidays came early because Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand, has launched new products, and it's the all-new ultra-premium body wash and two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's time to give yourself the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. Now, the ultra-premium body wash is infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, fresh, and moisturized. But more importantly, this holiday season, don't forget to take care of that Santa beard in your pants. It's scary with other products because, listen, guys, I've been nicked down there, and it hurts. But Manscaped flagship product, the Lawnmower 4.0, it's an electric trimmer with a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology that reduces the cuts on your nuts. And it's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. You can't beat that. The Lawnmower 4.0 is available in the Manscaped Perfect Package 4.0, which also includes the Crop Preserver, the Crop Reviver, and an anti-chafing ball deodorant moisturizer and toner. You already put deodorant in your armpits, so why not put deodorant in the smelliest part of your body? That's right. You're nuts. Your balls, guys. They stink. But not anymore. All you've got to do is go to manscaped.com backslash last stand for 20% off plus free shipping. Again, that's manscaped.com backslash last stand for 20% off plus free shipping. Make sure you're feeling and smelling prepared for a little action under the mistletoe. It's the last stand. And here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is the last stand where we bring you the biggest names in the sport. And our guest today, oh, I'm telling you, one of the biggest, when you talk about 135 in the lightweight division, this man is the unbeaten WBC champion of the world. He's known as the dream. Devin Haney is back with us on the last stand. How you doing, Dev? I'm doing great. How you man, doing? good. It's good to see you. And... Look, you're back in action. Uh, December 4th, you're taking on Jojo Diaz, a former champion in his own right. Tell me why you wanted Jojo Diaz. Um, Jojo Diaz was the best available guy, um, but I knew that fighting Jojo Diaz, I would get my, uh, I would get my uh, just do. People would respect, you know, the, the opponent that he was, that he is. Um, they, he has a great resume. And uh, he, on paper, he is my toughest test. So I feel like the world will, will give me my uh, just due after this fight. Mm. And, and tell me what makes Jojo Diaz, in your opinion, the toughest challenge of your career thus far? Um, because he's he's young. He's he's in his he's in his prime. Um, he's coming off his biggest win against Javier Fortuna. So uh, you know, this fight means so much. You know. I, um, and uh, that's why I feel like he is, you know, the toughest test on paper. You know, Jojo Diaz, he was asked uh, about this fight, and he said this, Dev. He said, quote, I just don't feel like, and he's talking about you, I just don't feel like he has that dog in him. And I'm going to showcase to everybody what I'm talking about come fight night. He hasn't been in deep waters like I have inside the pro ring. And I just feel like once I take him there, it's going to be hard for him to adapt because he's never been there before, end quote. Uh, what are your thoughts? 
yeah, um, he can say what he want to say at the end of the day. He, he has the right to have his opinion. But I will show him otherwise on December 4th. Um, you know, everybody says, you know, uh, what they're going to do and, you know, how I don't have experience or, you know, they're going to put the pressure on me and all that okay. And, 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 and all that old kind of stuff. But, you know, I will show him otherwise on December 4th. You're coming off a, uh, a really exciting win over Lenaris. What did that win do for you in and out of the ring? Um, It showed that, you know, I could fight in the deep waters. It, it showed that I could take a shot. It was my first time ever being hurt. And um, I got hit directly on the chin. We didn't see guys. Uh, Lenaris knockout guys with one punch. We see him drop the best of them, but I showed that I could take a shot and uh, keep keep it keep going. And um, it's it made me a better fighter in the ring and outside the ring. Uh, it showed that you know I I, I am a legitimate one thirty five pound champion. Yeah, um, you know uh, Jojo Jojo Diaz and Ryan Garcia were originally fo- uh, supposed to scrap. Uh, before you you stepped in because of uh, Garcia getting injured. You know, there was a report uh, that your promoter, Eddie Hearn, said that you guys had told Mayweather Promotions, uh, Tank Davis, Devin Haney's interested. He'd like to step in and fight you once Roly Romero was uh, taken off that fight card. Now, we had Tank on the last stand. I asked him about that. I was like, hey, why didn't you fight or take that fight uh, with Devin Haney? And he said... Uh, quote, what Eddie Hearn and Debbie Haney are talking about is all cap. They're all cap. Um, what happened there? D- did Eddie Hearn approach you about trying to fight Tank Davis? Yeah, um, actually, Eddie Hearn reached out to me and asked if I would be interested in it. And I said, yeah. Um, and that was pretty much it. It never was like no like real details or anything. Like It didn't dig any deeper than that. Obviously, um, you know, I just I've been calling for these top guys for a while now, and that's pretty much all it was. It wasn't like you know nothing drawn out more than that. Yeah. Do, do you we think were already, we were already in negotiations with uh, Jojo Diaz as well? Do you think Eddie even approached uh, Davis? Because you know Tank was adamant that it was Cat. He was like they never even even reached to me, reach out to me. So I don't even know why they would go public with that. Yeah, um, I don't think that he actually, like, uh, reached out to Mayweather Promotions or nothing like that. Um, I think he put it out there, and they never showed any interest in it or nothing like that. So it just never, like, came to fruition. You, you know, uh, one one thing that um, uh, we also talked with, with Tank about was it seems like the, the the criticism with Tank is that they they say that maybe Mayweather Promotions has been protecting him, and from top, facing the top guys at you guys' weight division. So I asked Tank about that, and his response was, "Name me any of the guys in my weight division who are fighting top guys. None of them are. So I don't accept that type of criticism." Well, what are your thoughts on that, Devin? I mean. Okay, so we can say none of the guys in the lightweight division are fighting the top guys because we are the top guys to fight. Me, Tank, Tiafimo, Ryan Garcia, these are the top guys to fight. So in reality, none of them none of us are fighting each other. So of course we can all say none of them are none of us are fighting the, the top guys because we are the top guys. 
Mm. Mm. Do you think it'll eventually happen? We're 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 all, we're all fighting the best, the the the, the next level, the, the next step, the next step before the top guys. We're fighting the next available guys. Mm. Um, your father talking about the guy you are fighting in JoJo Diaz. Uh, your father told the boxing scene, um, "Quote: I don't think this fight is going to go far at all." I think he's going to stop JoJo in a hell of a performance. Uh, what does Devin Haney think? Um, I think that that my dad is one hundred percent right. Um, you know, I'm I'm feeling so strong, so healthy. Everything is is going, you know, smooth. I thank God for it. Um, I thank God for preparing me, you know, so well up to this point. And um, you know. I think that this is going to be a, a hell of a performance from me. My, uh, I agree with my dad. And uh, if a knockout comes, I will take it. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, your promoter, Eddie Hearn, uh, and Tia Fimo uh, Lopez ran into each other. And obviously it got caught on video. And they made a handshake agreement with one another. And that was, the understanding was, he wins his fight. You win this fight with Jojo Diaz. And you guys fight next. Is that what you understand? Yeah, uh, to my understanding, that's what it is. Even though after that, he said that, you know, he's, he might go up to 140 or he might do this, he might do that. But we um, we came to an agreement and uh thought I had to sneeze. I about to sneeze. But um, um, he came to uh, an agreement and, you know, I got to take care of business December 4th. He got to take care of business um, this weekend, and we go from there. Yeah. You, you know, I thought it was interesting, too. <coughs> Bless you. Um, in October, boy, you want to talk about something going viral. Uh, you two came face-to-face -face with one another. Man, you guys had a nice heat. Well, what exactly did you guys – what were you guys saying to one another, you and Tia Fimo? Um, it, was a, it, was a lot of, it was a lot of BS in it, but – them like the main thing that I got from it was that you know um, we were gonna make the fight happen after both of our fights and that's that that's pretty much what it was so um, I'm gonna hold him to that hopefully that he he holds me to that and uh, we make that big fight happen after I'm victorious and we'll see what he does yeah and you know listen I know a lot of people want to see that fight in fact in his build up for this latest fight he was asked uh, about you. And this is Tia Fimo, who he told uh, uh, the boxing scene, quote, um, did you see how he got hurt by Linares? I would knock him out in just one punch, end quote. What's your reaction to that? Yeah, well, Styles make fights. And if, it was, if he felt like it was that easy and the world is calling him not undisputed, if they're disputing his, undispute, his undisputed title, then... Why are you fighting Cambosos? You can easily be fighting Devin Haney. Interesting. Uh, interesting. Um, you know, Bob Arum says he's interested uh, in making the fight with you and Tia Fimo. Uh, he says, but not if Devin Haney's going to ask for $5 million. I would put a fight together based on percentages like the Crawford and Porter fight. But Haney isn't bringing a lot to the table at this point in his career. That's what Bob Arum had to say. What does Devin Haney say? Yeah, they 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 make up lies and they say stuff. Uh, it's it's an excuse for everything. Um, at the end of the day, the fans want to see the fight. The world wants to see the fight. Um, if Bob Arum doesn't want to put up the money, or 
because he doesn't even know what I what I even want. We never even got that far to even negotiate what I what I wanted. Um, for as a number wise, um, Eddie Hearn said that he came out openly. He said that he will that he will put the money up, and uh, we 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 go from there. So, you know, he can try to say what he want to say. They can try to say that I'm out outbidding myself or you know, asking for too much money. One, they don't know what I want, and two. Uh, if it's too much money for them, my promoter Eddie Hearn will put, will, will put the money up. Like it, you know they talk. They call you guys the Four Kings because everybody wants to see you guys fight. In your opinion, do you think Devin, you guys, you guys will fight each other? Yeah, I do. Honestly, I do. I think in due time, these fights will happen. Uh, we're all young. We're all, you know, still on or uh, going up. We're all still on the rise. So uh, I do feel like in the end. You know, all these fights will happen. Um, what do you have to say about those critics who have written and who say Devin Haney, not exciting. Devin Haney has no power. Um, they can say what they want to say at the end of the day. Um, I'm just going to keep beating whoever they put in front of me. And, you know, the guys who they feel like are exciting or have power, whatever the case may be, I'll show them um, when I beat them. One of those guys who who uh, said that publicly was Ryan Garcia. Um, uh, he he gave right right before he had his surgery. He, he he was asked about Devin Haney, and he says he needs to get fans excited and want to see him fight. Uh, what are your thoughts on Ryan Garcia? Um, I wish I have nothing bad to say about Ryan Garcia. You know, I I wish him a speedy recovery, and um, you know, I'm fighting the guy who. You know, he, he was supposed to be fighting, and um, it, it is what it is. You know, I'm nothing but, you know, respect for him. I know that injuries happen in boxing. Um, I didn't had injuries myself. So, um, you know, I wish him, you know, him a speedy recovery, and, uh, yeah, get back in the ring mm. soon. How much longer will we see the dream Devin Haney at 135? Um, That's a good question. You know, we'll see, you know, how long. You know, I, well, it's not easy to make the weight at all. You know, it's a sacrifice. But, I mean, that's just, it comes with the sport. Um, if I can get these big fights at 135, I'll stay. If not, then I'm going to move up to 140 and, uh, you know, campaign there. I'm still, I'm every every day I'm getting bigger, stronger. My body's maturing. So, um, you know, uh, you, you might see me at 140 sooner now, than later. So you're saying, like, uh, in 2022, we could, we could, if you don't get... Let's say a Tia Fimo or one of those big. You, we could see Devin Haney at one forty. Very much mm. so. Um, we always let people who watch and listen to the podcast uh, submit questions. We got a number of them, so we'll just get to a few of them here from Twitter. Uh, this first one comes from Lou Devin, and he says, uh, "Why doesn't anybody want to fight you or Andre? Uh, would you change?" your promoter to be able to land those big fights. Yeah. Um, I feel like my promoter doesn't really have a say in, you know, who I fight. I like, I, don't, I wouldn't say he doesn't have a say. I don't, I feel like it doesn't stop anything from, you know, me getting those big fights. My promoter is Eddie Hearn and we're willing to work with anybody to make the fights happen. We're willing to go to any network to make the big fights happen. So um, I don't feel like, you know, my promoter, Eddie Hearn, is stopping stopping anything from making these fights happen. And, and, and the first part of his question is, why do you think y you and Demetrius Andrade are avoided? 
Um, I just feel like, you know, our skill sets that we both bring to the table um, are, are give these big punch, these big punchers, you know, uh, uh, problems. And, uh, you know, we, it's, it's, it's not an easy, it's not easy putting a game plan to beat a fighter like me or Demetrius. Um, the next, next from Twitter, it says, if you can't get the Tiafimo fight next year, uh, kind of what we just had, are you going up in weight? Yeah, um, it's very much so. If I can't get these big fights at 135, then I'll easily, you know, go up to 140 and uh, campaign there. Next one from Twitter, it says, which fighter around you, around your weight class, do you see as a tough test uh, if you were going to get in the ring with that person? Yeah, I see the toughest test, uh, like, around the fighters that are around, like, my weight. I would say probably uh, Tank. I see Tank being the, the toughest test out of all of them. Interesting. Uh, and next one from Twitter says, who is the number one dude you would like to fight after you beat JoJo, and how how also would a fight between Errol and Bud do you think plays out? Um, first one was who who do I want to fight yes. after JoJo? Number yeah, one um, dude you want to fight after JoJo? Love, yeah, yeah, number one dude I would I would say is Tiafimo. I want to become undisputed. I want to get all the belts. Um, and a fight with Earl and Bud, that's, I think that that's a great fight. Um, I'm, I'm cool with Bud. I'm cool with Earl. I, I respect both of those guys. They both have skills. Uh, Bud has just been more active lately than Earl, obviously because his injury and, you know, he had, he had another injury with, uh, the, the car accident. So he hasn't been as active as Bud, but you cannot count Earl out. Earl is a dog. Uh, he has great skills and uh, I would love to see a fight see that fight happen just as a fan I, I would just love to just see see that fight play out last one here it says uh Devin what are the key necessary and mandatory fights do you feel are relevant in order for you to be considered great or as a great fighter and do you think that those fights would solidify your career um, I think that any any of these big fights in lightweight division, as far as Tiafimo, Tank, um, Loma, I think that you know those are those are three guys that they will, you know, respect and you know put me in that pound for pound list and uh, yeah, um, solidify me. You know, it wasn't wasn't too long ago, even on social media, you had put out there like, "Yo, Loma, let's get it." Uh, is that is that still a fight that you want, and do you you think that that's a fight that can come to fruition? Yeah, I mean, I've been saying this for a while now. I, I've been calling for Loma for years now. I've, I I want to fight the best fighters. Um, I've been saying this. Um, I'm willing to mix it up with anybody. I don't duck or dodge nobody. I'm willing to get in the ring and, and test my skills against the best of them. All right, uh, it's time for the last segment of this show here, Devin Haney. It's called the Last Stand. And I'm just going to ask you a series of questions. You just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Here we go. Which fight, Devin Haney, is more realistic? Haney versus Tank? Haney versus Garcia? Or Haney versus Tiafimo? I would say Haney versus Garcia, just with us being both on the zone and that fight being easy to, to, mm -hmm. to make. 
Who is the more skilled fighter, more skilled fighter out of Tank, Garcia, and Tiafimo? Um, I would say, I would say Tank. How about that? Usually you think of Tank, you just think of a power puncher, but that's interesting. Um, yeah, I would say Tank, I would say Tank is like more versatile, um, yeah, they, I, I and you guys that. had to. You guys have been in 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 like what in Spartan and been in camp together. What has that been like? Um, yeah, we sparred when I was when I was younger, but um, it's yeah. different now. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, and, uh, you know, I can't really focus on what what happened when we, when we were younger. You know, we both matured now. We both uh, different fighters than we were when we were. I think I was like. 16. Oh, you guys, so you were real young bucks then. Interesting. All right. Who is the one fighter, Devin, that talks so much stuff to you that you say, please, please get me in the ring with this guy at some point? Uh, it got to be uh, T. got to be T. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's great that's great um you've been in camp with so many great fighters i'm talking like the roy jones juniors the floyd mayweather all those guys G give me the one great one goat who's had the biggest influence on you uh i would have to say floyd with me just growing up uh in the mayweather boxing gym training with floyd senior uh, Jeff Mayweather, Roger Mayweather, and, you know, being also trained by, you know, Floyd Jr., just learning from him. I would say Floyd just had the most impact on, on my style, my career, everything. And last question. By this time next year, Devin Haney will be you finish the sentence. Um, uh, the Undisputed Lightweight Champion. Wow. I love it. I love it. He's the dream. He's unbeaten. He's the WBC champion. He is Devin Haney. Dream, we always appreciate the time, my man. Best of luck in that fight. And uh, you keep doing what you're doing, and that's racking up those wins. Absolutely. Sure, that's you. what we do here on The Last Day, and we bring you the biggest names in the sport. And in the lightweight division, Devin Haney, one of the biggest. Thanks for watching and listening. We'll see you again next week.